Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Today, it's addictions, causes and solutions. Now, this is hugely important, particularly when you're talking about the suicide epidemic that's happening now and is going to get worse next year, the anxiety epidemic that is happening now and going to get worse next year. Now, addictions, think of this. An addiction is a physical and psychological craving of a substance or action because there's there's some addicts that are food addicts, sex addicts, gambling addicts, shopping addicts. So let's just find it. Now, um, I got a quote here from Heraclitus. And again, these are old Greek quotes, but I think you'll like it. Good character is not formed in a week or a month. It is created little by little, day by day, protracted and patient. Effort is needed. Uh, Heraclitus. Absolutely it is. And that's the thing. we got um, to change an addicted or addiction behavior. You've got to change how your habits are done. Now, we're starting something new, too, because a lot of the information, this is going to be a two-part series. The first part, we're going to talk about what you can do right now at home to start changing your habit patterns. Uh, The real big challenge, though, is to detox the system. Now, that is censorable material because if we start talking about vaccines that can have a toxic effect or detoxing from vaccines, that will be wiped out. Facebook said, well, ban all vaccine ads. Oh, we know that a lot of my videos have been demonetized, shadow banned, out. Uh, So we're starting a a new site. Now, we have ExtremeHealthAcademy.com, and that's where our information uncensored can be put on. It's $19.99 a month. Multiple doctors on that, multiple forums of people who have gone through these things and experienced it. You've got handouts, private content, and censored videos. We also have the library.tv, that's L-B-R-Y.tv, um, and that we're getting all of our videos on. We're starting something new. Now, this is not live now, but it's going to be coming up in two weeks. It's called the Dr. B VIP. But you, this one, you've got to put the www.drbdrbvip.com. Now, this is two ninety seven a month. The key with this is if you pay anything, uh, that's, that site can't be censored. So this is going to be ideal. Now, on this site, you know, it's 29 bucks for a year. You'll get all of my PowerPoints in a PDF format. So if you see any information on there that you want to quick cut, paste, share, bam, it's done. All the handouts, all the censored videos, and all the censored information. And we're going to do these talks, half of it in um, the, the approved by the Ministry of Truth, you know, the fact checkers, so they can approve part of it. The other part is we're going to stop the live feed and put it right on the site. So if you're watching it live on our Dr. B VIP in a couple of weeks, bitchin', there won't be an interruption. Uh, if you're watching it on the standard, like Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, that feed will be interrupted for the content that is censored. I know it sounds crazy, but we've got to get into it. So let's get into addictions, though. Well, one thing I wanted to tell you, because I've got a huge um, relationship with addictions. Figure My dad, he grew up in the Great Depression. He rode the rails, okay, the, the trains. 
uh, he went World War II, got wounded in Pearl Harbor, married my mom, who, when you see her, man, this gal was a 40s glamour girl. After the war, he got a job as an insurance salesman. Now, in the 60s, he lost his job, um, but he was afraid because, I mean, losing your job is, like, devastating, devastating because he had three kids and he couldn't really do anything. Um, so in 1960, he lost his job. 1965, he got a divorce. By 66, uh, he was living on Skid Row. Okay, and this is Skid Row is downtown, so homeless um, alcoholic. He got off of there, okay, at, by himself. Um, the Salvation Army saved him, but he ended up getting a job and managing this halfway house called Harmony Hotel on Grand Avenue in L.A., and that's where I spent a lot of my summers, not full summers, but, you know, a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there. So what happens, okay, and, and here's a quote from Socrates, we cannot live better than in seeking to become better. So if you've lost your job, your relationship, your home, your kids, everything, I mean, that is devastating, that destroys you. But to have the strength, the courage to come back, and that's what we're talking about. When you're looking at, at an addiction, an addiction is it has got a physical, chemical, and emotional component. So when I was a kid, we were at this, I was at the Harmony Hotel. I was only around seven, eight years old. And it was amazing because these guys, they, were, they had families, they had lives. But they couldn't be there yet because they, they didn't feel confident with themselves or maybe there was some legal problems, you know, restraining orders or whatever. But they were just regular great guys. That, that was my experience. Now, also in my family, um, remember, I was born in 1960. So we had, a, you know, I had three older sisters, one five years older, one eight years older, one 11 years older. And so when I was nine or ten, one of my sisters, her boyfriend, um, apologized to my mom and overdosed in the front yard. Went went to his car, turned it on, and, and overdosed, passed out. And I went out and checked on him, and sure enough, he was dead. Then one of my relatives, my niece, was actually killed um, through a drug overdose and was murdered by it. And so we've had, and I've had two relatives that went through drug addiction rehab programs. Uh, the, the thing was, I think it was called La Casa in Pasadena. So I've been around drug addiction, drug addicts, everything for years. And what you have to look at is what is like addiction, but it's also, let's look at depression, because when your needs aren't getting met, when you have anxiety, stress, by God, I mean, what the ancient Greeks would call is a melancholy, which means black bile, um, and just destroyed, where there's no joy. And now in the 17th century, a, a, a doctor named Robert Burton wrote The Anatomy of Melancholy, and he thought that you could help it by a healthy diet, sufficient sleep, music, and meaningful work, along with talking about a problem. Absolutely, that's true, and we can get to it. Now, we know that there is going to be a huge amount of challenges. And in fact, in April, the UN warned that the economic downturn could kill hundreds of thousands of children. But we have 
you know, in, in our midst, the entire world is shutting down for absolutely no reason. It's, you know, political and economic. Uh, but there's a whole different world about testing positive and someone sick and dying from a disease. Just know that our kids are in deep trouble. And plus the psychological aspect. I mean, we knew before last year that suicides were going up exponentially in um, in kids, in high school kids. And now, can you imagine being seven, eight years old, wearing a mask, sanitar- sanitizing everything, checking your temperature? This is going to be a huge, huge problem. And we know the si- suicidal rates from 1991 to 2017 have gone up, uh, I mean, ridiculous amount. We're talking five and tenfold. So how can we get out of this? Well, let's look at cell function, and this is hugely important. There's the, the powerhouses of the cell are called mitochondria. And you have more than 250 trillion mitochondria in your body. And these are responsible for anxiety, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, everything. And in fact, studies are clear that mitochondrial problems underlie those disorders like anxiety, depression. So you might think, well, what happens? Well, first, there's an inflammatory process. Okay, so that means tissue damage. And there's a, a, a challenge, okay, with inflammation. See, there's an, called an oxidative metabolic process. And this means that the body is breaking down. So it's really some type of physical, chemical, or emotional stressors. Now, when there's too much inflammation, and remember, inflammation is from tissue damage or tissue repair. However, when you're looking at, at what we're training with our, um, our population, we're shooting with a number of vaccines that trigger an inflammatory response. That's why next week when we talk about how to detox from vaccines and what kind of damage they do, we're going to actually have the data on there. But it, that's one of the things that the Ministry of Truth will censor. Know that your body has an endogenous pharmacology. That means that you produce your own drugs. Heck, you produce a pain reliever 40 times more powerful than heroin. Your body produces epinephrine, norepinephrine, I mean, all these beautiful stress hormones, dopamine, joy hormones. I mean, the real, that's a real benzodiazepam. So your body and brain produce all the hormones and chemicals that you need. Now, we know that that this, the drug that is commonly given are called selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And uh, honest to goodness, the side effect of that is anxiety, stress, depression, suicide, and suicidal thoughts. So that's, that's ridiculous. Now, antidepressants are addictive and dangerous, and they affect the whole body. However, Omega-3. So when we're looking at this, we're looking at cellular function mitochondria. Um, Inflammation causes that mitochondria to not work correctly. And this is anxiety, stress, depression. And this is where the addictions start coming in, where you've got to have that joy. Because when you're doing something with an addictive property, you're getting this dopamine release. You're getting this this heroin-like substance where it feels good. Well, omega-3 fatty acid deficiency, we're talking neurodevelopment, aggressive, anxiety, stress, everything. So you have got to get sufficient amounts of omega-3s for sure. 
the ketogenic diet is also very, very good. But we got to look at, at how your body um, responds to this. There's three stressors. You've got physical, chemical, and emotional. And, and now is when you've got to change your lifestyle. And here is what you have to do. Um, I'm going to give you a series of things that you have to do because it's really changing your habit patterns. And, and let's look at what you do in, in order to have fun. So if you're always, a, you, you have to get stoned to hang out with your friends, or you always have to have a drink in your hands when you're hanging out with friends, or, or you always got to um, do something, okay, that, that any type of joy in your, in your world involves some type of obsessive or addictive activity. Let's change that. So one number one way is to act as if. That means if you want to live with integrity, honesty, act as if you were that person. And you practice by doing the right thing. Because, I mean, if you're an addict, for sure you've had some type of anxiety, stress, or anything where you're not being you're not living in integrity with the with people around you so act has if and practice doing the right thing okay so if you know that you have to exercise every day just get up and walk around the block that's going to be ideal but practice doing the right thing by when you're at a restaurant choose something healthy as opposed to something toxic uh, when you're when you have a chance and and have boredom hit, hit in Get out, go for a walk, um, do some type of activity. And the reason that I want you to do some type of activity is because anxiety, stress, depression, schizophrenia, um, all of these stressors are in the frontal lobe. And the cerebellum controls that frontal lobe. So if we can get some type of symmetrical stimulation, and that means just movement, just walking, that's going to stimulate that cerebellum and that controls the frontal lobe. Also, Help someone. Uh, I know it sounds crazy, but the way you save your life is you save someone else's. And it is a huge gift to be trusted with someone else's life. Huge gift. So when you're looking at how to affect okay, your life, when you get out of yourself, because when you're looking at addictive behaviors, you're mainly thinking about that pleasure, that sensation, that thing that you're doing for you. Do you know what I mean? And so, so this way, if you get out of yourself, out of that, that internalization, that narcissistic tendencies, you help someone else. Beautiful. And, and Albert Schweitzer said he is happiest who has found um, his way to serve mankind. So act as if, practice doing the right thing, and help someone else. Then peer accountability hugely important this is where you have to um you have to look at your actions tell people that you respect okay and then then you will um you're going to be accountable and this is hugely important so like if you need to lose weight or give up drinking or anything else you make a statement around people that you trust and respect, and they're going to keep you honest. They're going to keep you um, on online. And then look at emotions. Now, emotions have to be addressed uh, because a lot of times if you have boredom, anxiety, stress, 
people will get high or stoned in order to deal with those emotions. So I'm going to give you some techniques on how to change the emotional component. And then, <laughs> and, I, and I love this, um, work is a good release. Thank God. Because, again, you need to have friends who call you on your attitude and action. But work is an excellent release, an excellent release. Um, why? Because it gets you working. I, I mean, it gets you doing, um, yeah, I'm fixing one thing. Um, it, it, when you're working, you're doing activity. It gets your mind off of yourself. It gets you out of that tendency. Now, you must have a plan. You've got to have specific action and goals are met. And so this is like going back into training. If your life has been a free-for-all and you haven't really had plans to go along with it and you've been utilizing drugs, alcohol, or addictions, we can change that. But you've got to have a plan. So I'm going to show you how to form a plan. You've got to follow the plan every day. And this is reprogramming habits. And I mean like nutrients, diet, exercise, sleep. All of this has to be in a regimented fashion because you're relearning. You're changing new habit patterns. You've got to have a support system, either friends or groups or, or whatever you can. You've got to keep active. And I'm going to show you specific actions that you can do to get that cerebellum firing that will have a calming effect. Identify relapse triggers. So look at, at how the, the things, things that trigger you. Like let's say that you um, feel that you've been a bad parent or a bad child or something and you see, read that in a book or see it on a newspaper or, or see it on a billboard, bam, that could be a trigger that fire, fires you into it. Or let's say you've had um, money problems or situational problems. Identify those relapse triggers, and then you go back in to your specific goals and actions to, to change that habit pattern and develop healthy activities. I'm telling you, walking daily is the best thing that you can do for your cerebellum, and that controls the frontal lobe. But breathing consciously, and this means in and out through your nose, and you diaphragmatic breathe. And what that diaphragmatic breathing is going to be to move your gut up and down, but that that also when you're breathing in, your tummy's got to come out. You breathe out, your tummy goes in. So that diaphragmatic breathing actually massages your your gut, and that helps allow the fluid, the lymph flow to flow. And the gut is where neurotransmitters are produced, and 80% of the immune system is. So you've got to heal the gut get sufficient supplements like vitamin C, omega-3s. We're going to show you how to integrate the body, mind, soul, and spirit. And thought, remember, thought tells your body how to feel. And that's where we've got to do that reprogramming. So um, next week when we have, uh, well, I can still talk about this part this week, but we can't get into the details. Um, there's a... a Plant-based medicines, and this is ayahuasca, ibogaine, 5-MeO-DMT. All of these things are illegal in this country and censored. 
There's also, it's illegal to talk about vitamin C drips or detoxing or NAD. I mean, there's a, or a hyperbaric oxygen therapy for anxiety and stress. There's a number of different therapies that get red flagged. Well, there's a really cool center down in Rosarita, Mexico, uh, run by this, I mean, really, really fun, brilliant guy. And this guy was an addict for years. And he got off of it, and he's utilizing plant-based medicines, which are amazing. It's called the Holistic Sanctuary, the Holistic Sanctuary in um, Rosarita. And we're going to be talking about him a lot next week. This week, we're just going to mention him, because otherwise the truth ministry will kick us off. So we've got to change your belief system. Uh, so first... Uh, there's there's a wheel, and, and this is kind of interesting. It's about evaluating every aspect of your life. So imagine if you had a wheel, and the spokes on the wheel or the space in between the spokes had different aspects like physical environment, business and career, finances, health, friends. So each one of those spokes had a space on it, romance, personal growth, fun and recreation. So you could put anything you wanted there. But rate your world on what you think it is, what, what your, your perception of your business and career. Are you really happy with it or not? If you're happy with it, you put a mark outside towards the outside edge of the wheel. If you're not happy with your business and career, you put a mark on the inside. And so this way, if you're happy with your finances, your health, your family, your romance, personal growth, everything, your wheel is going to be round. But if it's not, um, you're going to have a challenge with life. Second one, determine your highest values. And this is what you value. And I mean, we're talking, look, look how you surround your environment. Do you have books around you? Do you have artwork around you? What do you spend your time on? Do you spend your time bowling or, or playing? If you spend your time doing things that, that cause guilt and anxiety, like um, doing drugs or food or shopping or gambling or, or sex when you shouldn't be. Okay, if you have those type of addictions, first determine what you're doing. What do you value? What do you spend your time on? Okay, and then we can change those habit patterns. Now, a lot of people, boredom drives that addiction. If they're bored, they're going to go shopping or, or something. So because there's no direction, this exercise is a way to get your direction. And, and I cannot stress that this is one of the most important exercises where you can tap into this universal intelligence that we all have. Um, you're going to get a peeper and put down 100 things to do, be, or become. Now, they have to be tangible things. You can't say put, I want to be happier. Okay, that's not tangible. Okay, and plus you'd be crazy if you were happy all the time. You have to do 100 things to do, be, or become. And this is hard because you're going to be making up stuff because you've got, you can't stop at 60 or 70. And so this way you tap into that universal intelligence. So you might put, well, I'm going to skateboard the Great Wall of China. I might swim the Great Barrier Reef. I might sell the Vendee Global, okay, around the world race. And if you, you know, just, just fill it out 100 because you're going to be tapping in to an area that you're not consciously aware of. 
Then you put a 1, a 5, or a 10 next to each one of those. And whether you could do it in a 1-year, 5-year, or 10 years. So if you're, say, 65 years old and want to skateboard the Great Wall of China, um, you're going to have to get some permits. You're going to have to maybe get, develop your skill set, get in good shape. So it might take five years or so to get that, that permission. So you put a five next to that. Then you put a one, a five, or a ten next to each one of those items. Could you do it in one year, five years, or ten years? And that's when, that's when you build the vision board. And that's hugely important. Because remember, in order to change addictions, you've got to change habit patterns. In order to change habit patterns, you have to have a clear, set plan. And you've got to review that plan every day. This is how you get that plan. But it's a plan that's totally different than, your, than the pathway that you're on now. So when you choose your top five one-year, five-year, and ten-year goals, that means you've done the hundred You've decided whether you can do it in one, five, or ten years on each one. You pick the top five one-year, the top five ten-year, and the top five um, five-year goals. And that's when you build the vision board. And this is what you're going to do every day to look at it, to build it. And you've got to review this because when you get those triggers, those anxiety, stress triggers, the ones that would turn you to go gambling or drink or do drugs, when you get that trigger – Man, look at that vision board and figure out how do you get that goal. How do you get that? So you're going to do an action. It could be going for a bike ride. It could be, you know, doing going sailing, getting a surf class, going archery. I mean, just doing an activity. And the reason we want a physical activity because that stimulates that cerebellum. If you're not in a position to do a physical activity, beautiful, do the deep breathing. Now, neurolinguistic programming, and again, this is a way to change your habit patterns. Your brain has thoughts that fire in a consistent pattern. And those patterns are triggered by habits, things that you've been exposed to. So if you see, you know, a puppy running through a field, all of a sudden you remember your dog was run over by a fire truck, bam, that's going to be a trigger that takes the neurons in your brain and fires along that anxiety stress or along that memory pattern. So you chemically relive that experience. Now, neurolinguistic programming utilizes body posture, intonation, breathing, and volume, and it's literally how to reprogram your subconscious. So you're reprogramming in a new habit. You don't forget that your dog was run over by a fire truck. Okay, you still have that. You just take away the emotional charge. And a memory without an emotional charge is called wisdom. A memory with an emotional charge can control your life. So this is one of those exercises. You're going to do 10 minutes three times a day. It's called the I am exercise. Now, hugely important, but also body posture changes information into the brain. That means if your head is down, forward, shoulders rounded, and you're not moving, you know, typical depressed posture. This is sending abnormal signals up into that cerebellum, which is that little brain on the back, and this controls the frontal lobe. And that frontal lobe is where anxiety, stress, depression are from. So this is also why when you're doing the neurolinguistic body posture or neurolinguistic programming, body posture is a key flow of it. 
So you, you have to sit up. Your chin is straight. Why? Because that gets the metrical stimulation of the cerebellum. And breathing, volume, intonation, where you're literally saying, I am healthy, I am dynamic, I am healed. And I got to tell you, that is probably the best, best exercise that you could do. I was doing it this morning. I do it every day for the last 20 years. And then troubleshooting. And again, this is only part one of a two-part series on addictions. So if you're getting part of this, fantastic. We're going to go over brain programming and detoxing. Brain programming, we can talk about. The Ministry of Truth will allow us that so far. But you got to figure, if they're, if they're withholding your ability to talk about medical, forced medical procedures like vaccines, Pretty soon, they're going to, anybody that says anything against drugs will also go down as well. So it's just exciting. But troubleshooting your life. Okay, think of this. What if nothing changes this year? Because you've got to have that motivation. It's the why behind your choices. So what if nothing changes this year? Um, and, and use a system of checks and balances or slips and checks because nobody is always going to move forward. You're going to go forward, back a little bit, forward, back a little bit. And that's what life is. That's what life is. Now, what if you don't achieve your goals this year? What happens? And remember, there are no unrealistic goals, only unrealistic timelines. Uh, getting changing habit patterns to change addiction is huge. It's going to affect every aspect of your life. It's going to affect those lives around you. And you get a chance to get your life back. So now all of this stuff is going to be put on tonight. It's supposed to be live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on Twitter. I uh, don't know if the technical glitches will be there, um, but we're going to go into this in detail. Just realize the longest journey begins with a single step. And it, it's going to seem overwhelming sometimes to tackle this. And trust me, with my family history, I know. I've seen struggles. I've seen death. I've seen the end result of this. So this is choose life. I mean, you're, you've got friends that love you. You've got people that care about you. You've got parents that gave birth to you, and you. But more important, God loves you, and you've got a life force inside of you. And you've got to honor that life force by giving back. So I think you're worth it. And we're, I'll see you tonight at the Health Talk and next week at the part two. God bless you. I love you.